0: Hello, my name is Jim Raleigh, and I want to warmly welcome you to this brand new pod course, Drive Your Growth by co Our hope is that we can inspire and support you to put more focus on your professional and personal growth in your everyday life. We're calling it a pod course because it's just that, a mini learning experience designed just for you to listen to when you're walking the dog, making your lunch or driving to work. Over the series, you'll learn how to use CoLearn's learnability model to drive your growth through a mixture of research, examples, tips, and guided exercises. I will be your host, guiding you through the different elements of the learnability model, and along the journey, I'll be joined by a few colleagues and guests to go deeper into the different elements and bring some different perspectives. Each episode, you'll hear an introduction to one of the elements of the learnability model, a conversation with some inspiring guests to ground it in the real world, and a guided exercise to help you apply it in practice. And if you want to have a visual of the LearnAbility model handy as you listen, you can download one at colearn.co slash model. You'll also find a link to that model in the episode notes. Today, to kick us off, I've got my colleague, Bella Funk, to share some background to this podcast and help you understand a little bit more about learnability, the model, and where this all came from.
1: Yeah, so I'm the co-founder of CoLearn, which is an edtech and consultancy company. And uh, we act from the insight that an organization's ability to change is equal to its employees' ability to learn. And we strongly believe that learning and growth is our most sustainable approach in today's whirlwind of change. And uh, throughout the years when we've been helping people and organizations across the world to take ownership and really drive their growth, we've seen the amazing effects it has both on the organization uh, and on people, but not Everyone has the privilege to access support to learn and grow Uh, and not all organizations understand how they can support their people. So with this pod course, we want to inspire and support people uh, to drive their growth and learn in their everyday life.
2: Mm.
0: I mean, that all sounds really nice making learning my part, a part of my everyday life. I'd love to do that, but it's much harder to do that in practice than in theory. So what, what do you think is stopping people from, from doing that? What's getting in the way of, of them learning?
1: You could say there are three things that you can check in on. Uh, do I feel like I'm allowed to, to learn and to grow and spend time on my growth? Uh, do I feel like I have the willingness to do that? And thirdly, do I feel like I'm able to do that? And what we saw in in the research that we did is that most of us we want to learn. Like it's part of, you know, the human species. We always we have always been learning and growing and developing. Um, so the willingness is there, but we. Um, we tend to express at least that we feel like we don't know how to and what to learn and what to develop because there's so many opportunities.
0: And that is why we've made this podcast, right?
1: Yeah, we want to make it easy for people to drive their growth uh, a little bit every day.
0: It kind of reminds me of when you were talking about people being allowed and willing and able to Learn at work. It reminds me of a story of a, a colleague I've got at the moment. I've worked for, with him for about a year, and when I first met him, he felt really stuck in his role and uninspired with what he was doing. Um, and through through various conversations, he kind of he realised this, and he set himself a new direction. And over many months of work, and with some support from his bosses making space to learn and evolve what he was doing um he's totally totally changed his his job and he's much happier like we have a lot of fun at work we do do good stuff but um he it was really inspiring to see him kind of take control of his own growth there over that over that period
1: yeah it's funny that you say that you saw him feeling more happy because there is this fascinating study done by Bersin by Deloitte uh, that shows the people who do spend time learning every week in their flow of life and work, they are more likely to feel happier, less stressed, more confident and more productive. And I'd like to highlight one thing. Um, it's not just something you do and then it's done and you have it. It's uh, We usually talk about driving your growth. It's like building a strong learnability muscle it's something that you need to keep strong and fit uh, to be able to um, deal with the change and all the opportunities and um, possible learning experiences that you can have at work
0: Mm. and that's what this podcast is all about right so we're here to help people build their learnability muscles yeah but To do that, I think we need to first define what learnability is and then let people know how that fits into this learnability model. So the definition of learnability that we use is the ability to learn and adapt in constant change. And what you've done is you've taken this concept and turned it into a model that anyone can use to drive their own growth. So can you give us a sense of what this model is? What is it made up of?
1: Yeah. Well, first of all, just like this model, it's based on the research that we've done and continues to do all all the time. Mm. Uh, And what we did was to sort of package that into five different elements. Uh, you can see it as almost like a continuous process with five different elements that poke you to think about different things or do different things. And uh, the first thing is uh, to connect to your motivation. What really matters to you? So you have that strong willingness uh, to learn and grow. And from there, set out sort of your growth goal direction. What is it that I want to grow within? Where am I going with my growth? So these two creates this path or this journey for your growth. And then we identified three key behaviors that you loop between to progress towards a growth goal. And the first one is stretching. And with stretching, we mean taking small, challenging steps that helps you to progress towards your growth goal. And that can be so many different things. It's not definitely not just going to a course (laughs) it's beyond that and it's much smaller incremental things that you can do and the other the other behavior is reflection and that's all about taking time to draw conclusions and learnings and insights about yourself about your experience about your work and and about the things that you want to learn uh, about And then the third behavior is co-learning. And that's, you know, about sharing your learnings. It's about listening to others and getting new perspectives. It's about supporting uh, your, the others and the collective growth.
0: So I like to imagine it like uh, a map. So if you close your eyes, unless you're driving, you've got on your left, you've got your motivation. So that kind of sets your direction and you're heading across the right to your destination, which is your growth goal, and then a kind of looping spiral where you're moving between stretching, reflecting, co-learning, stretching, reflecting, co-learning in the middle. And it's like this kind of incremental change, isn't it? That gradually, like 1% a day of improvement that gets you to this kind of great goal. So to help you uh, to work with this model, Over the next five episodes, we're going to go deep into each of those elements. So, next episode is uh, motivation, then growth goal, then stretching, then reflecting, then co learning. And for each episode, you're going to have an introduction, something like this, that introduces you to the concept, where it came from, what it means. Then we're going to give you a guided exercise. So, we're just going to give you the gift of a little bit of space to stop and think and reflect. Uh, And then we're going to have an open discussion. With a couple of colleagues to dig a bit deeper into what challenges you might face with this element or what do we see coming up for people when we're working with organizations just to kind of give you a bit more of a flavor of how it might work that's it for this in- little introduction bella is there anything you want to kind of leave
1: Hmm. yeah one thing that i often hear uh, when working with this With people is that they feel like they are not worthy to take the time to work on their own growth. Like, how would I possibly take that time when I could do and deliver and produce and do other things for others? Uh, But you're worthy to invest in and it's not just good for you. It's also good for your colleagues, for your business, for your family when you do it.
0: As a listener to this podcast, you've already overcome the biggest hurdle for investing in your development by simply taking the time. Nice. Now you're in a perfect position to support others to do the same. So why not take the opportunity to share this podcast with a friend or send it to your colleagues so you can do it together? If you're a leader and want your team to accelerate how they drive their growth, you can find more about how we support teams and entire organizations at scale by visiting our website, colearn.co. The link is in the show notes. We can't wait to hear from you. Now, let's get on with the show. With us for today's conversation, we have Jon Eriksson, a highly respected digital entrepreneur who now leads measurement and analytics for Google Northern Europe, helping many organizations in their digital transformation journey. He's also an investor and author of the book Self-Control. He is deeply passionate about enabling everyone to be net positive to society and is committed to lifelong learning and innovation as the only long-term sustainable strategy. And our second guest is Ulva Martelius, a talent and organization connector working as an employer branding and talent career advisor. Ulva has a track record of successfully building strong employer brands in large corporations as well as startups and scale-ups. She's driven by supporting people and companies to grow and become the best version of themselves and together to create a culture that attracts and inspires exceptional talent. And I've still got Bella Funk here, my uh, co learn colleague, uh, who's going to be part of the conversation. Welcome, Ilva and Johan.
3: Thank you. Happy to be here.
0: So we're going to get straight into it. Um, My first question, what does driving your growth mean to you?
3: So driving your growth to me um, means... A lot in different aspects that it's about what the conversation that we're having today about the constant learning but for me for me as an individual also to grow both personally and also in my role um and we're going to get more into how that would be possible with in my point of view uh the support of your employer
0: totally um, Johan, what does, what does it mean to you when you hear that phrase driving your growth?
2: I think it's, um, it's uh, getting wiser over time. It's not, knowledge- it's not only about acquiring new knowledge or things like that. It's actually getting wiser so that you know more and more. You, you get to know yourself better and better. Um, and you become more honest with yourself about who you are. Uh, and you get wiser as a result and therefore you know which knowledge to acquire which experiences to to embark on which focus to have but ultimately growth as an individual is getting to know yourself better and better and being more honest with yourself about about who you want to be and then i think the, the second aspect is is that it, we can never grow individually without acknowledging that we are social beings so growth as well for me has a strong societal component to it so uh, you know, individual growth together is what I think about.
0: Yeah, I love that way of seeing it. Could could you share a little bit about how you're driving your growth at the moment? What are you doing to drive your own growth?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So I do a bunch of different things. So to try to summarize it a little bit, I have uh, engineered some habits that enables me to focus on the things that will lead to sustainable well-being for me and hopefully others. Uh, Because ultimately, we need to ask ourselves, what is the purpose of growth? Like, what are we optimizing our growth for? And that is highly ambiguous if you look at political debates or whatnot. Like, what are we optimizing society for? Uh, What is the goal of all of this? And so on and so forth. And for me, it's sustainable well-being. I believe that we should optimize individuals and societies and companies and everyone for sustainable well-being. So and the way I go about doing that is I I try to sort of do that for myself by engineering habits that I need, know will, over time, uh, the compound effect will lead to sustainable well-being. Just making sure that the physical needs are fulfilled in terms of sleep, exercise, diet, but also um, that the mental needs are fulfilled in terms of daily thankfulness routines, etc. Cetera, et cetera. And then, then I also invest a lot of my energy and time in various ventures and projects to try to improve structures that leads to sustainable well-being for more people, uh, many more people than than myself. And um, so that's how I sort of look at it at the moment.
0: Great, so this phrase, sustainable well-being, that's, that's coming coming through loud and clear, and I think one for our audience to, to take away with them. How about uh, the same question to you, Oliver? What are you doing at the moment personally or in your work, to drive your own growth?
3: So I'm trying to uh, maintain the same thing as you want, not as successfully probably. But I think that my um, success to to, um, coming close to that goal is to stay curious uh, in all ways possible. um, And doing so by... Well, not putting myself in dangerous situations, but putting myself in situations where I tend to meet with people who uh, is working in a, another line of work or doing something that I might be impressed by or something that I could learn from. So, um, trying to, not being a, a copycat in that sense, but I think that we can learn so much from, from each other. And uh, so I tend to meet with a lot of people, both um, uh, in uh, in my you know private life or and also in my professional life, uh, presenting different uh, also talking about different uh, challenges that we that we come to face each and every day in different um, situations and see how uh, they would. Uh, suggest uh, they, a solution could be to to that problem. And it's super interesting finding out how they all come up with different answers. And if it's applicable to my situation, I'll be sure to tell them that I'll go ahead and, and use that as, a, as an advice.
0: Nice. So your approach is about being curious, getting inspiration from other people, and then seeing how you can apply that to your life. Bella, did you want to come in?
1: Yeah, I, just a reflection. What I find very interesting from what both of you are sharing, Ilva and Johan, is the holistic approach to uh, growth. Like driving your growth is not just about, you know, learning the latest technology, but also managing your, yourself or leading yourself and having that holistic view of you as a person uh, living and growing in a changing world. And that I, it really resonates with me.
2: Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, it's, of course, important to recruit curious people uh, who inherently want to grow all the time and learn and relearn and co-learn and whatnot. You know, it's, it's really important because, I mean, it was mentioned in the introduction of me, I, I, the one thing we all agree on is that the things will keep changing, meaning that the only long-term sustainable strategy for any organization or individual uh, will be to sort of learn new things all the time. That is the only long-term sustainable strategy. Um, And because of of that, it's so important that there is this mutual contract of always be learning, because if an individual is not growing, then they're trying to cling on to something that is static and the world isn't static. So what they're trying to cling on to is something uh, made up, Uh, it's not real. You know, they're trying to cling on to an old way of working, or they're trying to cling on to an old way of running society, or whatnot. And inherently, that will lead to a disappointment and a conflict and a friction at some point in time. So everyone needs need to be moving uh, and growing, because the world is moving and growing. And you can't, you, as a small object, you can't stop the world from, from doing that. So instead, you need to move and grow in the direction that you choose. So I think my experience is that if someone is not growing in an organization, it's because they haven't invested enough energy getting to know themselves well enough so that they know which role, where they would thrive. Or they haven't been honest about that you know, result of, of investing that time. So if someone isn't growing in, in a role, it's probably because they're not where they want to be doing what they want to do. right? So then they need to change that. But uh, there are way too many people who, who cling on to things and frankly there are way too many organizations who try to r- retain talent for all the wrong reasons when that person should have quit two years ago to start their own business or whatnot. So I think it's really important that you know growth will happen when people are honest about what they want to do and when companies are honest about which direction they're heading in. Uh, because then there's this perfect match that I'm going into this with open eyes and so are you as an employer and it's, it's going to be a sort of uh, people org fit. So there,
0: Johan, you shared two, I suppose, blockers or reasons why people might not grow if they're in the wrong role or they just shouldn't be in that organization. Maybe let's explore a few more blockers, a few more reasons why people might not be able to drive their growth inside organizations. Ilva, what are your thoughts on that?
3: I think it was mentioned uh, before as well that you need to, uh, where, where's the time? How do you take time to to develop or to grow or to, to uh, and also what tools are available? Um, and so I think, and I'm not sure that we all agree on this aspect, but uh, personally, I believe that uh, it's, uh, I would say it's an investment of the organization, the employer, to set aside time, even put it in in a goal like OKRs uh, or similar, um, to put time aside for the employee to to take time to to develop and to learn um, new abilities.
0: Do you, you agree with that, Johan and Bella, or we also find to have disagreement in
2: on the pod? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I sort of agree that a blocker is the perception that there isn't time when, in fact, there always is. I mean, that's a, that's a mental blocker for many people. I mean, time we have, like, there's going to be a new second coming towards you at any given point in time. So, for sure, you have time. If someone says, I don't have time, they're always lying. Let's be clear about that. Uh, the truth is, I'm choosing not to prioritize it. And um, so, you know, whenever you hear someone says, say, I don't have time, that is a lie uh, and being honest about that with yourself will enable you to make choices where you don't have to lie to yourself because of the choices you're making, but instead make choices that you can stand up for. So if you're forced to say, I'm choosing not to prioritize learning or I'm choosing not to prioritize growth and spell that out, then, you know, Hopefully, that will enable you to see that choice clearly and overcome that potential blocker, that or perception that you don't have time, which you have, which everyone has.
0: And and for you, Johan, does that choice come from the individual mainly? The individual has to choose that they
2: want to prioritize growth. Yeah, but th- this, is, this is a super big question, right? What is the responsibility of the individual versus what are the structures? So, for example, um, I'm a white man. I have a lot of privilege coming being a white man Uh, so it's easier for me to do some things than if i was a woman of color for example so we need to recognize that there are different privileges at play in society there are different structures at play in society which will make it um, much easier for some much harder for other people to do certain things so you can't just put it on the individual and say you just go ahead and try harder and you need to also, at the same time, work with those structures. But the truth, I think, lands in two things. Number one, we have a collective responsibility to improve the structures for everyone. Um, And that is something a company can do. That is something a society can do to improve those structures. But even if you are lacking privilege, you always have a choice. You always have a choice of your self-leadership and what you choose to spend your time on, etc. Sometimes the consequences of those choices are tough and they're hard and it's super difficult. And I'm not going to sort of sugarcoat that, but ultimately you have that choice. So this is a difficult topic because it's not either or. It's keeping those two thoughts in in the head at the same time. There is a genetic lottery. There's also an individual responsibility.
1: Maybe this is a combination of what both of you are saying, Ilva and Johan, but I like I have this phrase in my head when thinking about how to support people to actually prioritize their growth. Uh, And it's to sort of meet the need of, am I allowed to learn? Uh, Meaning, is it okay for me to actually prioritize myself and my growth? Which somehow that comes from the responsibility of the organization to be clear about. This is important and you are allowed. Um, But also, am I sort of choosing this that's something am i am i allowed for myself uh, am i willing do i want to like am i ready to take that uh, choice that you're talking about joan to make those prioritizations and then uh, am i able like where it comes down to tools and you know structures uh, to make it happen uh, and so to me uh, i think it's it's a mix but if you don't choose to do it if you're, if it doesn't matter how many tools or how many um, directions you get from the organization or society. Uh, but without the organization, it might be very difficult to make it happen.
0: So, we've been talking around now how partly it's the responsibility of the individual working within the structures and privileges or lack of privilege that they find themselves in. That sounds like hard work for both individuals and organizations. So what's in it for everyone? Why is it important to, to focus on this, on on growth and learning?
2: Why Why should we spend all this time and effort doing this? I mean, I will sound perhaps like a broken record, but I think it will lead to more sustainable well-being for every single individual. I think that they will be more well and that they will be so in a more sustainable way. So by, by growing, by learning, by experiencing, by getting to know yourself better, by always sort of being on the move, if you will, you will have more sustainable well-being. And I think that's a really good thing. And it, within organizations as an individual, like if you are the organization is gonna change that's that's a fact the The only question is will you be behind the steering wheel together with some other people, or will you be stuffed in the trunk? What do you prefer <laughs> if you're gonna lead change, and what do you think is gonna be most beneficial to you from a growth perspective so I think it's just um um really important to acknowledge that that uh Investing is growth in growth is always a good idea.
0: Ilva, what do you think is in it for individuals uh, to spend time and energy on their growth?
3: It will make you feel alive <laughs> <to> just <summarize laughs> it uh, and and grow but in 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 the context of of a uh, career, uh, I would say that what I'm pitching to companies today is that they need to be really clear on that they offer a place where they prioritize growth and development and constant learning is expected. And then they will therefore hire people who are excited about getting new opportunities and or taking new opportunities and and moving largely within the company even. but um, So to be part of, to take on the changes that Johan also mentioned. to be a part of that change and making it easier on yourself. uh, It is, I think it's a way of uh, investing in yourself also to know how to, to, to learn. Uh, You don't need to, I don't think that you, that you can expect to take uh, a class at a university uh, for months and months, but maybe you set aside and you want to know more about this, but you set aside a, a few minutes or, or, Five or ten minutes each and every day, just so you get into that uh recurring state of of constant learning, um, to learn about something new. I, I remember growing up, you learned a new word every day. Why not? Take on that skill again. Um because everything that you uh take part of is is learning. But maybe if you also connect that to setting up values, what what you feel is your why or what you want to be contributing um, with and then connect that to what you would need to learn, what skills or, or knowledge you need to adapt to, uh, to meet with those values, um, that would, uh, I think that that will, it's, it's a, probably a psychological term for this, but it will make you become happier.
0: Now that we've heard from our guests and before we go into the third part of the episode, the guided exercises, I want to give you a virtual high five for putting in the time and doing the work. Well done. Do you know someone who needs a boost to get started with investing in their own development? Why not send them a link to the episode and a few words of encouragement? You'd be surprised how much difference a little message can make. Now, let's jump back in and get hands on with the exercise. For the next few minutes, we're going to create some space for you to think about your own learning and growth. If you can, grab a notebook or open a notes app on your phone. I'm going to ask you a few questions and there'll be a pause after each one. Let your mind wander and see where your answers take you. Setting your scene for your development can be helpful as it creates frames for you to explore within. Maybe you're in a place where you want to grow within your current role, grow to shift towards a new role, or maybe you want to grow to change profession altogether. So question one is, what is the context in which you want to grow? Something that can block us from growing is if we don't feel like we're allowed to spend time on developing ourselves. This could be, for example, that we don't feel like we're allowed to by our managers, but more often it's about giving ourselves the permission to invest in ourselves. Question two, to what degree do you feel allowed to learn and grow? And if needed, What can you do to get even clearer permission to grow? Another enabler of our growth is our own willingness. We can have the biggest opportunities in front of us with the best plans and all the permission in the world but if we're not willing to put in the work we're not going to get anywhere it needs to feel important to us so question three is how willing do you feel to learn and grow and if needed what could you do to increase your willingness And that's your first guided exercise and a wrap on episode one of Driving Your Growth. In the upcoming episode, you'll get the opportunity to explore your motivation to grow. So keep your notes close if you manage to make some and hit play when you're ready. We hope you enjoyed this episode and that it's helped you take steps towards driving your own growth. And remember to take the opportunity to support the people around you to do the same, whether it's a friend, your colleagues, or your entire organization. You can do that by sharing this episode or visiting our website, colearn.co, to book some time to talk about how we can support you.